1: All right, our patrons, you guys have asked for this episode, and I am so excited to lead this one. As always, it is Kelly and Troy, and we are here with Beyond the Blinds. And this episode is about one of my favorite chaotic blondes that people don't know about, really, Diana Agron and Miss Taylor Swift. Now, again, this is a lot like the Kaler episode, there aren't many blinds about them as a couple. It's just the Easter eggs that Taylor kind of leaves in her songs. And this came out like the Swift Grand era was between 2011 and 2013. So even like social media at that point, and Troy, you can either agree or disagree, everything was on like Twitter and Instagram was fairly new. So mm-hmm. I feel like people weren't really looking into clues until later down the road.
0: Oh, no, I totally agree with that. That's, um was almost the exact same for. Uh, One Direction too, their Instagram posts were like blurry, yeah, weird messages to each other that no, they probably didn't think anybody would read. So I totally get that.
1: Now, what do you know about these two, Troy?
0: Well, I don't know a whole lot about them is as, as a relationship, but as like separately, I know that Diana is like just very like there's just so much weird shit about her on the internet that you would never expect. <laughs> And I was telling you before we started recording that she reminds me of like, um, um uh, like a Lifetime movie or something because she like presents as this like hair twirling lollipop licking bl- like blue eyed blonde haired girl, mm-hmm. and she's actually like very treacherous. Like <laughs> I just didn't know that, so I'm excited to learn about her. And then obviously you know that I, I fell down the Taylor rabbit hole years ago, and I'm at rock bottom at this point. So.
1: Well, I mean, in that description, you said "treacherous," which is allegedly a song about Diana, and you also said "down the rabbit hole," which is about Diana as well. So
0: <laughs> I'm so in the rabbit hole that I have become the rabbit hole. <laughs> like I'm a, I'm a mouthpiece <laughs> for the rabbit hole now.
1: You're full on rabbit now. <laughs> yeah. So let's go back to the Fairfax flea market, September 5th, 2011, and guys. This is basically all from a website called Kaler Evidence. I'm not gonna take credit for this. I just kind of um, put pieces together from that Tumblr. So all the credit to that Kaler Evidence Tumblr. If you type in like Kaler, it'll pop up. But the two officially met at the flea market through their mutual friend, Ashley. And apparently Diana's brother Jason was there and he wrote on his Facebook that Diana brought up that she'd gone to a Kanye West concert and didn't know that Taylor had beef with him, but Taylor found it funny and they all laughed about it.
0: Okay. So
1: that is the start. That is how they met. And that was in September. So on January 17th, 2012, Diana tweeted, Taylor looks all kinds of 70s beautiful and love a hat. Great job, Vogue and Taylor Swift. And she tagged both Vogue and Taylor Swift. Now this is when it gets a little interesting because Diana tweeted on March 25th about how she saw The Hunger Games and how she was like scared of it and covering her eyes during it. And it was, she was so jumpy, but no one would have known that she went to the movie with Taylor if it wasn't for fan pictures like (laughs) she didn't tag taylor in it or anything but one thing that diana and taylor do a lot of is they take a lot of fan pictures so again it's kind of like okay she was with taylor that's not weird to go to the movies with your girlfriend but she's already tagged taylor in tweets so why is it different now
0: right like why wouldn't you just say i'm if you're talking about the movie that you just saw why wouldn't you mention that you saw it with taylor
1: Right. Especially because she's already like tagged her in tweets previously.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah.
1: So then we find out that Diana meets Andrea, who's Taylor's mom. She meets her March 30th and they go to dinner together. Um, Taylor's the only one who's papped leaving, but Diana's noted to have been there in one of the articles that was published. And then the kids' choice awards come around. And then there's a Diana's house party. And if I could go to anyone's house party, it may be Miss Diana Agron <laughs> in 2012. But that's March 31st. So like the thing about these two is everything happens really fucking fast and everything crashed and burned <laughs> really fast.
0: I'm sorry, so- I just I I I just like in my mind, the part like the party, I just like picture. Like, can you imagine, like, being invited to the Teen Choice Awards and them being like, there's a party after, do you want to go? And you're staring at the door just watching people nominated for Teen Choice, like, walking in with their, like, surfboards and, like, putting them up against the wall to drink. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, I just, like.
1: No, uh... Kids' Choice Awards is the um, Kaleidoscope Blimp.
0: Oh, Kids' Choice. Okay, yeah, 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 the Blimp. Yeah. Yes. this They all come in, like, post-shower slimed. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Were you ever, like, afraid of being slimed as a child? I always thought Nickelodeon could, like, slime me at any moment in my life.
0: For sure. That's main character shit when you think, like, I'm just going to get slimed at any moment.
1: (laughs) So March 31st, 2012, Taylor attends the Kids' Choice Awards. But instead of heading to an after party, Taylor went to Diana's house. One of Diana's good friends And a lot of Diana's good friends are the people who just say they're with Taylor Swift. Like just tweeting. This was definitely before she made everybody sign like Mm. a contract. But he brought his, so Diana's friend Chris brought his friend Jimmy along and Jimmy was tweeting throughout the whole night. He was like, oh my God, I'm at Diana Agron's house. Oh my God, Taylor Swift just walked in. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm partying with Taylor Swift.
0: Oh my God, literally would be me. Yeah, same. Like, fuck.
1: <laughs> so Jimmy's probably the reason that now Taylor has everyone sign NDAs before they wow. even enter her house.
0: <laughs> you ruined it for all of us, Jimmy.
1: Damn you, Jimmy. So April 7th is when they were spotted at dinner at Otto together. And that's in New York City. It says Diana was in New York City that weekend because she was on The View that Monday. But it's still unknown as to why Taylor was there as well but they ended up having dinner with Emma Stone together. And Emma Stone seems to be kind of like the third to their coupling. Like they go to like her, her birthday party together. They're spotted like hanging out with her a lot. So this is something I actually found kind of interesting because we all know that Taylor has said that Joe is William Bowery, the, the elusive William Bowery that mm. was on you know, a songwriter, whatever, on her latest album. Mm-hmm. But on April 8th, 2012, Diana and Taylor were spotted together at the Bowery Hotel. Someone working there <laughs> tweeted, hashtag spotted, Taylor Swift chilling with Diana Agron. I don't know what to do with myself. So immediately I was like, William Bowery, you know, in my right. head. Of and course. I love that that's like Dumois before Dumois was around. Just people <laughs> right. just tweeting spotted like it's Gossip Girl. Now, this is when things start to like, I, I don't know if I want to say heat up, but just become a little bit more like public. So on um, Jimmy Kimmel Live. So in this video, there was some kind of love triangle rumor that was between Diana Taylor and Tim Tebow. And there's a moment where she's like, no, you know, we're signed to the same agency or modeling agency, whatever it is. Diana says that. And he goes, well, are you dating Taylor Swift? And her reaction, she's like, what? What? No, no. And then she just goes, hi, Taylor, and blows a kiss to the tape, to the camera. And it's like gay panic when they ask her if she's dating Taylor.
0: Oh, God, I'm just going to trigger my middle school insecurities. Okay, I'm going to watch it now. Here we go.
1: So I just had Troy watch that clip so he could comment on it.
0: (sighs) Okay, gay panic is the only word that you can use to describe it. Yeah. Like her body language was immediately uncomfortable. Her hand went full Barbie hand, stiff and bent. (laughs) Uh, Holy shit. That was so funny. That was very uncomfortable. It made me uncomfortable.
1: And I think Jimmy Kimmel was also uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, he was like, ooh, let's lean in because she's clearly about to like squirm out of her seat.
1: (laughs) Right, exactly. So then on April 24th, 2012, there's a girls' night with Ashley and Claire who are, you know, mutual friends of Diana and Taylor's. And all four girls played dress up that night. There's a picture of Taylor and Diana wearing flower crowns. And those get brought up a little bit later, but I don't think they're like super important. But yeah. So the following day, Diana tweets a picture and Diana, what's that quote? I think it's from Housewives. It's like, you're a mess on Twitter. Yeah. That was Diana. (laughs) Absolute mess. So the very next day, she tweets a picture of her kissing Meredith, Taylor's cat. And she said, playing dress up, baking cookies, posting pictures on Twitter, dancing in the kitchen and kissing this cat. Now in this tweet, it says at date me, but originally it said hashtag date me.
0: Fuck, God, I miss old Twitter.
1: And she also tweeted this at 2 a.m.
0: God damn it. I miss old Twitter when celebrities could just say anything.
1: And you had to upload pictures on Y Frog. That yes. Like, yeah.
0: Yes, and it was like a link to the photo.
1: Mhm. Now, this was tweeted right around 2 a.m. There are so many references to 2 a.m. when it comes to Taylor Swift's music, specifically 1989. Yeah. She always refers to like 2 a.m. um and also she's like dancing around the kitchen. I'm like in the refrigerator light or nah.
0: Right, like and also like Kissing this cat. I mean, it just—it's just very like I don't know.
1: She's a mess on Twitter. (laughs)
0: Lucky for us.
1: I know, (laughs) and she didn't delete anything ever.
0: I love old Twitter. Like I love like the old like Demi Moore Ashton Kutcher era Twitter.
1: Yeah. Okay, so that same day, just later in the day, because again, Diana tweeted that at two a.m. Taylor is spotted buying lingerie at Victoria's Secret, and I remember that was such a big story. Because people are like, Taylor Swift, the country girls wearing lingerie. Uh, sexy panties and brows.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm not You the Don't do people. that.
1: <laughs> what a horrendous <laughs> accent by me. Um, but there, but the thing, it's like keep in mind this is five days before Diana's birthday. It could be a gift, however you want to put that. So for Diana's birthday party, um, that's April 29th, 2012, Taylor dressed up like a cat. On a leash she also wore a leash around her neck and sang for diana for most of the night
0: can i also just say really quickly too it's like so 2012 white girl to be like i'm going to victoria to victoria's secret to get my friend it's like girl haven't you had any of that good writing money come in yet you're going to victoria to the mall victoria's secret to get a fucking BOCO panty for your friend so true i love that anyways you want to get
1: those like mists that everybody used to have right. mists.
0: she's like i'll do sweet bee whatever blossom
1: um so then may 16th comes around they're spotted at dominic's for a dinner date and diana's like walking ahead of her and taylor looks like down at the ground looking all like shy as the paparazzis take pictures of them and then We are at the Pancake Pantry in Nashville for Taylor's show. And that's July 2nd, 2012. Um, Basically, they're spotted taking tons of pictures at the Pancake Pantry with all like fans. And then Diana was wearing the same outfit later at the show. And they were like, and fans were like, are you here to see Taylor? And she's like, I'm here to support Taylor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: she's like got a leather jacket on she's like yeah I'm here for Taylor
1: right exactly Mm -hmm. and around this time there was a really weird interview and an interviewer asked Diana they were like well what will you do if acting doesn't work out which is also a really rude question to ask like an actress
0: like a working actress
1: (laughs) yeah and she in her response was I don't know probably just go on tour with Taylor and like carry your bags for her
0: Oh my God,
1: he was a mess. Now, this is one of my favorite moments other than the Harry Styles one, which we will get into in a minute. But the 4th of July weekend of 2012, that's the same weekend that Taylor met Connor Kennedy. And that was in Hyannisport, Massachusetts. Taylor got her beard, the Kennedys got some press and alongside her was Diana Agron.
0: Wow. So do do normal people not notice that like she's always with her alleged like partner and her beard like all the time?
1: All the I, I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. And I guess that's why sometimes like for a long time, I thought Joe was just like a beard. Mm -hmm. But now I don't know. Right. It's kind of been like that line of, I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. I get that.
1: But Red is released on October 22nd, 2012, and Diana tweets a picture of her listening to Everything Has Changed. Make sure to keep this song in mind. So now on December 3rd, 2012, the Ripple Hope Gala at the Kennedy Center, who do you think Taylor should bring to this? Who do you think Taylor would bring to the Kennedy Center Honors (laughs) as her date?
0: It'd be Mr. Connor, of course.
1: It would be Diana.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She like disinvited him to it.
1: Yeah. She was like, you can't come, but Diana can. So Diana goes and of course is like tweeting the whole time. And she's just using like first pronoun, like riddled interviews, like first person, like I love the. It's just like, it's so messy. I couldn't find the tweet. I just remember seeing it like a few years ago, me being like, why is she tweeting like that? right now at this point taylor and connor completely fizzled okay so maybe that's why she didn't bring him because they broke up allegedly you know okay because now she's with harry styles and this is one of my favorite photos of all time it is dinner at the crosby hotel with harry december sixth, 2012 and diana's with them diana is walking ahead of them smiling at photographers as they're trying <laughs> to take pictures of Taylor and Harry
0: <laughs> uh, I love an unapologetic main character she's like main no case- no <laughs> no no
1: and there's like video of them at either the hotel or at dinner I'm not sure which it is but you can see t- Harry trying, and, and we'll find this, guys. I'll make sure to find the GIF and like post it on our, on our page and everything. But Harry like tries to reach up to touch Taylor's back, and Diana hits his hand away. Shut the
0: fuck up.
1: Diana says, mm-mm, no.
0: Are you kidding? I'm obsessed.
1: This is why, I mean, I think I have used the term bisexual monster for Diana. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. Please know that. Like, she's just, she has this energy about her that I didn't even know was there until I learned about, like, the this. Right. But, like, she's just kind of like, I'll play along for the cameras. But, like, no, you're not going to touch her.
0: Right. And don't make me embarrass you in public. (laughs) Because she will. Because she will. Wow. I'm trying to think, like,
1: what energy she gives. Because it's definitely not Quinn Fabray
0: no I love that though
1: yeah she's like don't you touch her so this is when things get a little bit messy because we are going to get into Diana and Naya's alleged relationship so on this is actually kind of mean I actually feel bad for Taylor here um Taylor tweets about Glee on February 14th 2013 she tweeted so I have an inside source at Glee who was all watch tonight we're doing your song i hope this source was right so so obviously that's diana but when the show aired diana's character quinn ends up having sex with naya's character and taylor's song was never in the episode essentially people think diana tricked taylor into watching her character have sex with another girl this was most likely a sore spot for taylor Since Diana and Naya used to hook up in real life, I can confidently say this because my source knows people close to the cast. Taylor then deleted the tweet and tweeted something else saying, these beautiful people were my Valentines. Can't wait to see you on tour. And it was a picture with her dancers.
0: Whoa. And I'm looking at the tweet right now. Yeah. (laughs) It is in front of my face. Holy shit. Right. That's fucked up. Again, that's
1: where the monster part, like, rotted. Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's so mean.
1: So mean. And of course, there's no context of if, like, Taylor, not, I mean, there shouldn't be much context. Like, that's just a mean thing to do.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah. So this is when things start to go downhill, like, super fast. There was an article that almost outed them. It came out April 16th, 2013. Now, this article was completely fake. Someone just made it as like a Tumblr. You know, Tumblr.
0: Right. It's like fanfic stuff.
1: But it got off Tumblr.
0: Oh, shit. Okay.
1: So Taylor Swift is in a new relationship, but it's not what you expected. It's true. Country pop singer Taylor Swift has confirmed being in a relationship with Glee star Diana Agron. Let's be honest. Right after these rumors were confirmed, the two were spotted out on a dinner date. Taylor's rep says, this is the happiest she's ever been. Like, it's, it's like a fucked up, fake article
0: it like goes that far as to say her like her wow okay
1: yeah so again it got off tumblr and i don't i'm sure some of these listeners were on tumblr in 2011 2012
0: oh i'm almost positive of it
1: talk about a lawless land
0: (laughs) truly it's like Like, the internet is lawless now my god
1: right and i feel like if something from tumblr went on twitter like twitter didn't understand tumblr so Mm -hmm. they would just be like oh my God, look at this article when it was yeah. fake.
0: Yeah, totally. So Whereas like it, if this was on Tumblr, it could have even been like a parody.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Joke.
1: But Twitter's like, that's correct. <laughs> yeah,
0: factual. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so dating rumors continue to spread um, April 23rd, 2013. Um, when this was tweeted in 2013, this user had 46,000 followers. And that's 2013. That's a shit. I mean, on Twitter in general, that's a shit ton of followers. Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah, but you're right, though. In 2013, that's like a million.
1: Yeah. So she tweeted, so apparently Taylor Swift and Diana Agron are dating. Sorry, Brangelina, you just got taken over as the world's hottest couple.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And 12 hours after this tweet, Diana deletes her public Tumblr.
0: (sighs) Oh my God, no way.
1: They don't interact again in public until the fun concert, September 5th, 2013. And the reason that um, they were spotted is because Sarah Highland was there and she made a vine and it was like her and Taylor singing and the camera kind of goes like above Taylor's head and you see Diana just standing there like behind Taylor.
0: This is, like, again, sad. Sad. These always make me sad. These Taylor episodes will just continue to, like, make me feel bad.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, that's just kind of, like, the, I guess the relationship in general. That's kind of it. I mean, we're going to get into the songs about, or rumored songs about Diana. Okay. And before we talk about these songs, there are a lot of rumors that Diana proposed to Taylor there are a lot, a lot, a lot. I don't know if I believe them. And um, it took me a while to even like believe the Diana relationship because immediately I believe like Carly and Taylor. Right. But the Diana and Taylor relationship, it was a little bit harder for me to believe. Um, there's still moments where I'm kind of like, eh. but then as I read more, you'll be like, okay. <laughs>
0: like Right. Well, so- the, the, Tumblr, her deleting her Tumblr immediately after that tweet going out is, like, really crazy.
1: Right. And she, I mean, she was always on Tumblr. Yeah. She was, like, Taylor. Taylor was always on Tumblr as well.
0: And you know, um, like, those girls, like, when you're a Tumblr girl. Yeah. They 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 were on they were on their own Tumblrs. You know what I mean? Like, looking at these kids talk about them and track their relationship and probably laughing about it. Mm-hmm. In bed together.
1: <laughs> I really... Again, with Taylor, I don't think there are any coincidences. I really, really don't.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: You know? Um, But the Diana proposing, a lot of people tie that to like champagne problems in The One. Okay. With like more recent songs. But basically, they're like, Diana was really manipulative. It was the one way for her to try and hold on to Taylor. Taylor said no, that kind of thing. I just thought that that was kind of important to bring up, even if I don't like fully- believe it happened
0: sure yeah give people the option Mm
1: -hmm. so everything has changed is one of the first releases off red and taylor used to put um hidden codes in her booklets
0: okay
1: like the cd booklets and some letters would be capitalized and some wouldn't be and you'd have it was she still fucking does it to us she's psychotic so crazy but in the, um, the secret message for EHC, everything has changed, was Hyannisport. But that's not how she spelled it. So Hyannisport is spelled H-Y-A-N-N-I-S, okay? Okay. The way she spelled it was H-Y-I-A-N-N-I-S, almost like Diana.
0: What the fuck? What? Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm already, okay. We're like <laughs> one song in and I'm already like taking my nails into, all right, okay.
1: So it gets even weirder with that song. So if you remember from earlier, Port is where Taylor and Connor met. So people assumed the secret message was about him, except it's not. Some articles say her first date with Connor was July 25th. Taylor announced Red on August 13th. When did her and Ed record Everything Has Changed? May 28th, making it impossible to be a song about Connor. She hadn't even met him yet.
0: Oh, my God. Taylor Swift is, like, if Jennifer Garner's character in the show Alias, like, just, like, decided to also be a pop star.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She used to be a lot, uh, like, messier. Because, like, now that would have never, ever, like, slipped out, you know? Right.
0: Yeah, that is very messy. That's, like very not Taylor, everything now is like, just completely, every, every T is crossed and all the rest, you know, the rest.
1: Exactly. You know, they'll see Joe walking with Nikes and blue jeans and they'll be like, listen, that's yeah. so delicate, delicate yes. about him. So Holy Ground is a gender neutral song. And a lot of people think that is about Joe Jonas. But if you remember from earlier, Diana's birthday party, Taylor dressed as a cat on a leash, then most likely there was a picture taken of Diana's bathroom wall and she had everybody like sign it. Okay. Cause I guess you can do that when you own a home. I wouldn't know. Right. But the, the joke that Taylor left on the door was I'm a little kitten and I need a and I need to nurse because I'm a runt and I'm likely to fall victim to predators. Now a lyric from Holy ground says I left on, I left a note on the door with a joke we made
0: oh my fucking god (laughs) if you guys can see me right now my eyes are full emoji eyes they're just white circles with little a little tiny dot in the middle
1: but like people will be like oh it's because her and joe met in new york city and joe jonas met in new york city and she left a post-it note on his door like that's the story
0: and you again you can't convince me that she's like truly written love songs (laughs) joe jonas like i'm sorry i don't believe it
1: and again, the joke that she wrote on Diana's bathroom wall is I'm a little kitten and I need to nurse because I'm a runt and I'm likely to fall victim to predators. That sounds very sexual. To me. Yeah.
0: It's like very, uh, I feel like every time somebody would read it, I'd be like, oh, um, well, the story goes, I'd be like embarrassed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd be like, please
1: don't tell anyone else that joke ever. Yeah.
0: What the fuck? It's like, I need to suck on mommy's tea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, 22 is also gender neutral. And the original lyrics to 22, because she released those journals with Lover. Right. And in those journals, there were like original lyrics. So people could see when she changed lyrics out.
0: Okay. Oh, God.
1: The original lyrics are, sometimes it hits me. We're moving quickly towards something hazy, a future I can't see. Let's break the old rules while we're still 22. You look like bad news. I've got to have you. When you ignore the video and just listen to lyrics like these ones, along with we won't be sleeping and I got to have you, the meaning of this song is completely different. Not to mention the fact that when Diana was asked if the song was about her, she said, I cannot say.
0: Oh my God. So they barely tried to hide it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think Diana was just like, almost like Cara Delevingne, just being like, listen.
0: Yeah. Like, Like, I'll
1: play along to a point.
0: Yeah. But I'm going to live my life. Yeah. Wow.
1: Now, Come Back Be Here, everyone thinks is about Jake Gyllenhaal. Everybody thinks it's about him. But Taylor wrote this song over the course of a few days with the same person she ended up writing Treacherous with. Now, Taylor talks about New York and London in the song. And while Taylor was writing it, Diana was going to the Met Gala in New York, which Taylor didn't go that year. And then a day later, Diana went to London with Naya Rivera. Wow.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Everything revolves around the Met Gala, doesn't it?
0: it? I mean, it's like, it's, I feel like the Met Gala is like a jumping off point for like a year's worth of drama. Until the next one, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So again, a lot of people think that song's about Jake Gyllenhaal. But once I read that, I was kind of like, light bulb.
0: Right, totally.
1: And then other songs that fit Diana. Um, again, all gender neutral, treacherous. And I said already said, holy ground. Now, those are the songs on red. Guys, this is going to be hard. I need you to realize 1989 is not about Harry Styles.
0: See, that's even hard for me.
1: It is hard. I get it. She has a song called Style on it. I get it. I get it. I get it.
0: But like, it's not like now that I I get her on a different level now that like we've had these episodes and it helps that I started really loving her music like before because now I like can Actually, I know the songs and now I know her enough to know like whatever is the most surface level, easy to guess, like sort of blatant thing is never the thing. No. She like, she's not gonna write a song about Harry Styles and name it Style. She's gonna do that to detour you from what the song was actually about.
1: And we'll talk about Style.
0: Oh God, I'm not ready.
1: We find out that I Wish You Would was written in October of 2013. The song was assumed to be about Harry Styles since it references an ex driving past her house. Harry bought a house in LA in March of 2014. Right around that time, Taylor was moving to New York City. However, Diana bought a a house in LA near Taylor's in July of 2013. And I just want to point out this lyric. We're a crooked love in a straight line down. And there's another reference to 2 a.m. And it's known that Taylor and Diana would meet up late since Diana was on Glee. And a lot of times they didn't get done filming until really late. In this whole album, like Follows themes of meeting up late and hiding and like hiding from the press and all this stuff. Um, and there's even something I'm going to talk about that happened in 2020 with good old messy Kevin from Glee um, who played already Kevin McHale. Is that oh. what i saying? Yes. Yeah. So then there's Clean. In this, when I was, I haven't dove into Swift Gron in a while. It's been years. And when I heard this, I was like, fuck, like fucking Taylor. So the song Clean, we mentioned earlier that we're pretty sure that Taylor and Diana broke up in April of 2013. According to Imogen Heap, who everyone, if you don't know who she is, go listen to her music. She's very talented, very good, gave us the Marissa Cooper death soundtrack. Yeah, I was gonna
0: say, you definitely should know her music if you don't, (laughs) for that reason alone.
1: But Imogen Heap says they recorded the song in February of 2014. Taylor had only one verse and the chorus was written when she, when she got there. So the rest of the song was written during that session with Imogen, which means the line 10 months sober was written 10 months after the breakup.
0: Mm. Oh my God. They,
1: They did see one another at the fun concert, but Taylor also says in the song, Months and months of back and forth, they were very on and off, very toxic, like, but it was written 10 months after they broke up, allegedly.
0: Okay, holy shit.
1: This is my favorite, swift-grown Easter egg there is. She wrote a song called Wonderland. This song is about Diana. I don't care what anybody says. People wanna say it's about Harry Styles, not about fucking Harry Styles. I'll fight you on it. Get in our DMs. Let's go. (laughs) Please don't. Please don't fight me. I don't like to fight in DMs. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching.
0: Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com blinds.
1: <laughs> but the number of references to Diana in this song is fucking wild. I don't know how else to put it. Okay. Cheshire Cat Smile in We Found Wonderland refers to Alice in Wonderland, which Diana loves. She has said many a times it is her favorite um, favorite movie, all this stuff. Didn't you flash your green eyes at me? Diana has beautiful green eyes.
0: Harry doesn't.
1: <laughs> we fell down the rabbit hole. That was Diana's tumblr url her tumblr url url was literally we fell down the rabbit hole Um, curious minds this line alone troy Too in love to think straight you search the world for something else to make you feel like what we had diana ended up going traveling after the breakup with people like Derek glasberg and then it just says the things that man knows
0: (laughs) totally
1: and in the end in Wonderland, we both went mad. Diana had a we're all mad here tattoo. After this album was released, she got the tattoo removed.
0: What? This is fucked. This is like, fuck- this is more fucked than her and Carly. This is fucking wild.
1: <laughs> you think so?
0: I, yes, I do.
1: I mean, she literally put Diana's Tumblr URL in the song
0: like it's it's like heavy-handed.
1: I'm surprised she got away with that. Yeah. And still gets away with
0: it. God. And it's like it's almost like because she knows that Tumblr is like so specific and niche and it's like only where like really super crazy hardcore fans sort of exist. It's not Twitter. Right. You know. Like she couldn't put her Twitter handle in the song, you know.
1: No. <laughs> she's gonna be like diana fuck you
0: yeah exactly
1: but yeah people notice that like diana because diana likes to do some things so she's wearing like a shirt that you could see a little bit of her side in and you notice that the the tattoos in the removal process whoa i mean too in love to think straight that alone
0: seriously god i'm never gonna think of this album the same you're welcome Oh my God. Now it's like so much more interesting. It's like so much less interesting to think that it's about Harry.
1: Right. And I know, you know, the song, I know places. Oh yes. So in the song, I know places. One of the lyrics is like, we are the Foxes. They are the hunters and we run fucking Taylor Swift made sure to wear a Fox sweater to her date in central park with Harry Styles even though Diana was with them. She wasn't on that date specifically, but she was in New York with them, right? Okay. And the fact that she knew, like she knew to add that lyric in so people would think about her and Harry because they were being paparazzi'd all over the city and they couldn't hide. My God. But who was she hiding with? Diana.
0: Do you think that she has moments in her relationships where her, her partners like catch her doing Easter eggs? where they're like, oh, why are you wearing that sweater out today? Is there a whole thing, is this a whole moment for the album? And we're getting papped when we walk outside and she's like, no, no, don't worry about it.
1: Also, right around 1989, um, when Style came out as a debut album, Diana posted a photo of herself where in the photo shoot, she's supposed to be James Dean. (laughs) oh my god diana does not play
0: she doesn't give a fuck
1: but she is the queen of deleting instagrams
0: which is like even more incriminating because a they're not going to go anywhere girl and b like the fact that you're deleting it is just a it's an admission of guilt or fault or whatever
1: right Guys, we're almost done with the Swift Gromba. Wow. I mean, it's it's very good. Okay, it is. We're good. gonna get into how messy Diana can be. The fact that Carly and Taylor were at the AMAs in 2014, and Diana walked right up to them, <laughs> just right up, introduced herself to Carly, and it was said that she talked to Carly more than Taylor. But there's a picture of her like shaking taylor's hand and carly completely turned the other way and once you know the background it's just like yeah um on february 14th i can't say february guys i'm sorry there's <laughs> when i say february i'm sorry diana tweets 143 remember those days and for some reason this tweet hasn't been deleted but it was seemingly in response to the Kayler vogue shoot which we talked a lot about when we did the Kayler episode mm-hmm. this is the photo that she tweeted along with it it's an emoji oh
0: my god. of her
1: ripping her heart out of her chest and holding it in her palm of her hand
0: oh my fucking god she's like <laughs> <laughs> ah like this is so fun because she's like I'll play Hollywood's little game but I'm still gonna express myself on my social media and delete it
1: right so again Diana posts her James Dean photo shoot a few more times and then deletes it and posts it again with the caption rebel without a cause oh my god <laughs> Now, Reputation was released in 2017, and we were supposed to believe that whole album is about Joe Alwyn, even though we all know it's about Carly. Fucking Diana. <laughs> she is officially introduced um, at the Carolina Herr- Herrera Fashion Show. She's introduced to Carly by Derek Blasberg, who again knows everything about everybody.
0: Everybody.
1: And as she pulls away from Carly, she goes, you are so gorgeous.
0: Oh my God. (laughs) She's like, I can't see anything to your face.
1: Literally. (laughs) And you can hear her in the video go, you are so gorgeous.
0: Oh my God. (laughs) As a side note, I feel like Derek is the center of all Hollywood drama. Like, He's the person that every A-lister goes to to tell all their, their shit to. And I also feel like he's very, like, he doesn't, like, talk a lot. Yeah. Because he could, like, ruin people's lives. Like, he, know, he has to know everything.
1: He knows where all the bodies are buried.
0: <laughs> he does.
1: Now, during the Kaler years, Diana is very good at um, posting and deleting a lot of shit. Even in like 2020, you know how everyone was saying like folklore was very cottage core and stuff? Mm-hmm. Somebody commented, What a cute outfit. And she said, Leaning into cottage core, right after folklore was released. But in like Tumblr, she started um, deleting a bunch of posts because she brought it back for a little bit. Okay. So like she deleted it, brought it back, but she made it like quote unquote private, but everyone knew it was her. Okay. And on the day of the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show, the second show Taylor played, she posted like a weird quote that just said beauty in the breakdown. Um, On Taylor's birthday on Instagram, instead of wishing Taylor a happy birthday, she posted a photo of the book, How Not to Be a Dick.
0: Oh my God.
1: (laughs) And then she posted this on her quote unquote private Tumblr, even though everyone knew it was her. And she posted this on Friday, January 25th. I think we're just going to have to be secretly in love with each other and leave it at that.
0: Oh my God. (laughs) What the fuck?
1: And then there are just a few other notes. Um, And we're also going to get into the Babe song, which is really fucking interesting. Um, But sometime in early winter, 2014, Taylor stopped by the Glee set. Kevin tells a story on a 2020 episode of Showmance about Taylor visiting the Glee set just to see who was there, quote unquote. We can't be sure of the exact date given, but the episode they were reviewing, we know it's January or February of 2014. The people Taylor was closest with on the set of Glee were of course Diana and obviously Corey, but at this point, Corey had passed away. Okay. So it's kind of like-
0: So she came there to spy on Diana? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh my fucking god
1: now the the babe video music video um it's originally recorded by sugarland but taylor swift wrote it originally i think it was supposed to be on red and, or 1989 and it came out after the song i'm not the only one by sam smith now diana is the star of that music video the sam mm. smith
0: one okay yeah yeah
1: and if you compare i'm not the only one music video side by side to babe it is almost the exact same shot for shot
0: okay okay
1: like shot for shot to to what the people are wearing almost
0: weird okay
1: and sugarland said taylor basically came up with the concept scene by scene in the weirdest part um The length of the music video is four minutes and 39 seconds, but the song is only three minutes and 35 seconds. Now, why do you think that's important, Troy? I don't know. Because You're Not the Only One is also four minutes and 39 seconds long, and she wanted to copy it shot for shot.
0: Guys, when you're done
1: listening to this podcast, watch both of those music videos.
0: What the fuck? Fuck. Do people, didn't, is this like something that people like debate, like deny it?
1: Yeah, always, 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 always. But just to like, to round out the swift gron of it all, um, even in long story short, a lot of people think that's about Diana because they bring up the rabbit hole. And mm-hmm. whenever I think of like rabbit hole and Taylor Swift, I think of, you know, um, Diana at this point. And <laughs> the reason I think Diana is like a toxic ex-hottie is because she showed up to SNL 2019 the night Taylor was performing. She just showed up. And this is out. So during all this, Diana did get married to the guy from Mumford and Sons and they did get divorced. Right. But a lot of people, NT lawyer said that was a lavender marriage. Okay. Which is like a fake marriage, basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she had got, <laughs> Diana has been married and divorced and then just rolled up to SNL 2019.
0: Holy shit. So she basically did the same thing that Taylor did to her. Yeah. Oh my God. But
1: like nine years later.
0: What the fuck?
1: And then um, there's a lyric. I'm, I'm a bad Swifty for not knowing this. Is it Cardigan when it's like, I knew you dancing in your Levi's drunk under a street light? Yeah. Yeah. So Diana recently posted a photo or a video of her singing at her piano wearing Levi jeans and a white t-shirt. So a lot of people actually think Diana could be William Bowery.
0: Whoa! That was like the last thing I was expecting. Holy fuck.
1: And will we ever know? I don't know. You know, I think it's really strange how even though Taylor has said like, Joe is William Bowery. I mean, Joe Owen won a fucking Grammy. Right. But, you know, Jack Antonoff and Aaron never talk about Joe. They always talk about the three of them. Right. You know, there's never any talk about like, well, the four of us got into a room. Even, did you see the um, Sean Mendez like lie detector video? Yeah. And he was like, I haven't met Joe. But like, if he, him and Camilla are friends with Taylor, it's been like five years of Taylor and Joe allegedly being together. How hasn't he met Joe?
0: Right. It is really fucking weird.
1: It's all weird. And Joe wasn't at SNL. I think he was at the after party, but he wasn't at the show. I feel like she usually goes to like his things, but he doesn't go to her things. And again, it's because they're they're private.
0: Right. She's learned from her mistakes of the past.
1: (laughs) So, so that is, that's kind of what I found about Diana and Taylor. I mean, it seems like, you know, maybe this was Taylor's first, like, it wasn't her first girl romance. We can talk about Emily Poe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk about that on a different podcasts, but it's almost seems like one of the more intense
0: ones. It's, well, this one's interesting because, you know, when I think of Carly, I think of like her being like very sort of like timid when it comes to like the press and the media and stuff. Like she's mm-hmm. not somebody who really wants to like ruffle any feathers or anything like that. Whereas like Diana is like the complete opposite where she like kind of doesn't give a fuck. Like true honey badger energy. And (laughs) it's like really fascinating because a lot of this stuff is so like blatant and also Mm -hmm. undeniable. Like there's a bunch of stuff that you just read that is undeniable. Like the Tumblr name thing and like they're they're just straight up facts. Yeah. And um, when
1: 1990. When 1989's released, everyone's like, oh, you know, you got to worry about Harry. I'm like, Diana. It's like, yeah. when you hear Wonderland at 30 instead of like 21, you might hear it a little different.
0: Right, totally. And it's just some, I mean, I don't know. I I just, I think she's so much more interesting. Like, I think I already really love 1989 as an album, but now I think it's like so much more interesting that it's not about fucking Harry in his Hanes t-shirts
1: right and someone was like well Wildest Dreams is about Alexander Skarsgård because they were on The Giver together and she had a crush on him I'm like what the
0: fuck like give me a fucking break (laughs) do you really think that this girl just spends all day laying in bed kicking her feet writing in a diary like about boys that she bumped arms with like you know what I mean (laughs) like she's a grown-ass woman
1: right and one thing I did want to touch on I, I don't know if we talked about it on a different podcast as well maybe on the Glee one but she was also linked to Corey and Cord. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they did that to try and just like, that's why she's on the Glee set.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Like anytime you see her with Glee actors, uh, it's because she's friends with them and she's always around. Like, yeah, they tried to like in I get, that, I get that. It seems calculated.
1: Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> Corey was kind of with Leah the whole time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Cord is just a, thirsty little boy, thirsty yeah. trout mouth.
0: Yes. Love cord.
1: But, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's swift ground. I'm sure that there are things that I missed, but even up until like 2020 little things have been happening. And just the fact that she com- like made a play on cottage core and decided right. to play pianos in her Levi's and white t-shirt. And cause she doesn't typically sing on her Instagram. Right. And they it, hung out yeah. at the like the Bari Hotel, and they're just again so many things.
0: I also think like it's easier to track this stuff. Like the I guess another big difference between her and like Carly is like it's easy, it's so much easier to track stuff like this, like on this period of the internet.
1: Mm-hmm, that's like, true.
0: The Tumblr era, early Twitter you know, early Instagram, which I genuinely believe is the last interesting time of celebrities on the internet, because now sure. they're all so curated and fake, and, like, everybody's all airbrushed and blown up and whatever, but, like, at this time, celebrities were just, like, normal people on the internet. Like, right. they were just your basic Facebook mom on the internet, pretty much. They
1: ran their own Twitters.
0: <clears throat> hmm Like, yeah. they
1: had control out of, of all that, and, I mean, then you just have Diana Agron, who... Is fucking nuts and I love it.
0: Yeah, I'm obsessed. I honestly am obsessed. Good the, for idea, her.
1: the idea of her walking up to Carly just after reputation and going, You are so gorgeous.
0: She walked up and said it exactly like Blake and Ryan's daughter. She's like,
1: God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, guys, I am again, I am not trying to out Taylor Swift. I am just reading theories that have been online for years. I am not creating this this has been theory since 2012
0: right I mean there are so many you're truly just reading something that millions off tumblr of people have put together off from tumblr like honestly
1: I did not create this rumor this rumor has been around for a long time yeah I just I think it's pretty wild that you know Diana was in New York with Harry and Taylor and I will find that video of her like smacking his hand please, away.
0: Please do so I can revolve my whole fucking life around it. Please do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then like with Connor Kennedy and Taylor, like making out on the dock, like Diane's a person away from them. <laughs> Even Taylor? Ethel Kennedy driving her fucking little beach cart. May Ethel Kennedy rest in peace. I think she was one of the only good Kennedys. I have to say that being from Massachusetts, I have to right, at least yeah. a little respective for Ethel only. But, like, she's driving her little beach cart, and Diana's riding shotgun, and Taylor's, like, standing in the back with all of her other girlfriends.
0: (laughs) Nobody has funnier, like, weird paparazzi pictures than Taylor. Because her life is so orchestrated that, like, sometimes weird things happen, you know? Like, every time I come across that picture of of her on the boat with with Harry, I literally, I'm not kidding you, (laughs) I like piss myself. Like she looks like the Bernie meme.
1: Yes. <laughs> also, can you imagine what Diana Agron and Ethel Kennedy talked about?
0: No, I cannot. My God, Jesus.
1: So yeah, I guess. Um, so yeah, that's all I have for, for Swift I hope that I, I taught you something. I will tell you, we've gotten a lot of DMs being like, I didn't believe in Kayler until I listened to your episode. (laughs) That is such like, makes my heart so happy.
0: Oh, well you do a really good job. I mean, you really do like, it's, it's work that only a stand could do.
1: Yeah. I'm very, I'm very fucked in the head as Taylor would call me. (laughs) Just really quick to champagne problems. A lot of people say either, um, Carly or Diana. I think it could be either. Um, But, but I don't know if, if Diana really did like do a weird proposal or something, you know.
0: So are there more like are there songs from like, um, like Lover or Folklore or like, are there other albums that have like songs about her, do you think?
1: Just long story short, like I said, whenever she brings up like Rabbit Hole.
0: Okay. That's like an
1: immediate, but people think like Lover was more about, um, uh, Carly, like trying to get Carly back. Okay, and then there okay. are people who think it's about Joe Alwyn. So,
0: oh god, oh one day Taylor will just be like, "Here's my real life." She's gonna write the craziest That's like Elvira. fucking book. Elvira yeah, just came out. Yes. Oh my god, it will be like that. I really, honestly believe that. Like when she's old, like I really think her long, her like long game is to string everybody along on this crazy fucking rid- Riddler tale. And then when she's older, she's just going to put it all out there and talk about how she did it.
1: So I'm going to talk about two more things before we end. I know we're about to end, but I need Troy to spiral with me. (laughs) Now, you guys remember like the Carly Big Sur trip, right? That was kind of like a big tipping point of everything. So right around the time Reputation was released, Diana kept posting on Instagram that she was in Big Sur, tagging the location then deleting the post and reposting without the location.
0: What the fuck?
1: But this is one thing I want to spiral with you. We're about to spiral squad, okay? Oh God, all
0: right, okay.
1: The song Blank Space is literally about contract couples.
0: Oh, wow, okay, all right, okay.
1: Think of the, and it's such like a satire song. It almost reminds me of like, London boy and like her her more like satire songs right but I have a blank space baby and I'll write your name like and it's literally a pen like click
0: right and the music yeah and the music video is like so theatrical and over the top like Mm -hmm. and that was
1: 1989 so like I think about that song a lot when it just comes to Taylor's relationships
0: oh my god yes you're right
1: And that's when they were, like, in the media, they were like, she's so crazy and boy crazy. And that's why she said she wrote it. Right. But to me, I'm also like, but is it also a little wink?
0: Yeah. I just don't believe at this point that... I I never believe the sort of surface level meaning or person that her songs are about. Mm -hmm. I just don't. Like, I I, I think that style is the best example. Like, I just don't think it's ever... In Taylor Swift's Taylor Swift's um like mindset to be like, I'm literally just gonna name the song after the guy's last name. Like it's just like it's not who she is.
1: Yeah, and and I still think it's very crazy how like Betty was starting to get, you know, more airplay and people were like, Oh my god, this song could be about like, you know, being gay or whatever. And right. immediately she was like, No, James, James, um, James is a boy. Yeah even though it's all of Blake Lively's daughters, but that's a different conversation for a different day. It has nothing to do with Diana. It just has to do with the fact that she was like deflecting, but everybody go watch that Jimmy Kimmel interview.
0: Yeah. And then and, watch yeah.
1: Babe and the Sam Smith song that I said. <laughs>
0: I'm like, I can't wait to listen to 1989 again now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm always excited to listen to 1989, but like now I'm like, (laughs) especially Blank blank Space. I haven't been excited to listen to Blank Space in like a year, so that'll be fun.
1: All right, everybody. So you go listen to Blank Space, then you watch the Sam Smith song with Diana Agron in it, compare (laughs) it to the Babe music video, and then watch the, this is a lot of homework. You can do it, you can to stagger it. But then the Jimmy Kimmel interview is, I mean, the way Diana reacts is fucking mental.
0: Yeah, it's really, it's, it, it gave me just me pure middle school vibes at the lunch table being asked if I'm gay and being like, um, well, hmm, it's interesting that you say that. Hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you love it. I hope you do your homework. And, and please let me know if I swayed you in any way.
0: <laughs> I'm sure you're, there's a lot of people are going to be, this is, this was really, you did a, an amazing job. This was really thank good. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. You're so gorgeous.
1: Oh, I can't <laughs> say anything to your face, Troy. Gorgeous.
0: <laughs> Bye. Bye.